loving yourself um, at all stages in life takes strength. It takes self-work. Um, it's a journey in itself. And I think once you get to that place where you really just like love yourself, you look in the mirror, you tell yourself, you know, you look at yourself, you're like, I love you. Yeah, um, that's you know, strength. It's me, mm-hmm. it takes strength. Once you're at that place, everything else becomes a little bit easier and more enjoyable. That's when you really start working out to celebrate your body as opposed to punishing it into something it's not supposed to be. To me, I think that is like the ultimate strength. It's just like loving yourself, doing what feels good, being in tune with yourself, listening to your body. All of those things take so much strength, especially in society when we're like hearing and seeing so many things that want us to be something else. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the show. On today's podcast, I have Kirsten Brown joining me, who is the co-creator and former editor-in-chief of Strong Fitness Magazine for almost eight years before recently stepping down from the post to pursue a position as a writer and editor at a women's online training and education platform called Girls Gone Strong. When we recorded this podcast, she was still our EIC for a few more days. And let me tell you, this chat with Kirsten was such a nice way to send her off. In this episode, we discussed how to go about getting published in Strong Fitness Magazine, what we look at as far as cover athletes, and how we accept article submissions and features. If you're a fitness coach or an aspiring fitness pro, you will not want to miss this. Hi, Kirsten, and welcome to the show. I am so... Hi! (laughs) I am so excited to chat with you today because I have to say, over the last few months of getting to know you and working with you more closely, it's been so inspiring to witness how much you've poured your heart and soul into the strong brand. And I have to say... Yeah, it really means the world to us as we inherit the incredible foundation that you've built. Vince and I have stepped in as president and CEO of Strong Fitness Magazine back in October, and we are recording this in February. So our time together has been short, but I've really learned so much from you. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you to say. Um, I really appreciate that um you know my my work and just my passion for this brand um has been recognized and that you guys see that and um you know I can totally see that you guys love it and um like just as much as I do and I think you know 
you're going to do great things with it. I'm like so happy and excited to see you guys here. And I'm just so hopeful for the future. So I'm really glad we got to do this and that we got to work together a little bit. Me too. Me too. And we'll get into this a little later in our conversation, but you recently decided to step down from the editor-in-chief position of Strong Mm -hmm. to pursue a position as a writer and editor at a women's online training and education platform called Girls Gone Strong. And I actually just had the co-founder of Girls Gone Strong, Molly Galbraith, on the show the other day. And her mission is to empower women through strength and is very much in line with Strong. So I can totally Mm -hmm. see your passion is still aligned, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that was why it felt like the right moment and the right opportunity. Um, It wasn't, I wasn't really expecting to leave anytime soon, but it really just felt like it sort of came out of nowhere at a left field um, that I heard about the position. I was not actively looking. And then it's a brand that I've really admired for a long time and that I've looked to um, for training information myself. And like you said, our brands really align. Yeah. I love their mission and their messaging. Um, so it just really felt sort of just harmonious uh, when it came up and as difficult as it was to make that decision, it felt like the right move because I still get to write about things I'm really passionate about. And I think that's so important in what you do. Totally, totally. And mm-hmm. and you, I have to say, um, you started this magazine from the beginning, like before mm-hmm. it was even named, like it's really been like a baby. Would you describe it like that? Oh, completely. I mean, when we began to put the magazine together, it was supposed to be a digital magazine. It wasn't even supposed to go to print. Erin, our creative director and um, co-creator, you know, she was actually pregnant at the time with her first son. And, um, you know, she was, I think she was not too far along. So we were building the magazine as she was getting closer to giving birth. (laughs) And then literally, um, you know, we shipped the magazine to our printers and a couple of days later or maybe a week later she had her son so it was like the birth of strong and (laughs) the birth of a real child happened at the same time and you know the feelings were quite similar there's parallels there for sure um and then I've helped raise this brand and Mm -hmm. it does in a way feel like a part of me so it's it's all scary to leave it behind but I do feel like it's in great hands with all of you so Oh, thank you. And we promise to make you proud out of far. I promise that. <laughs> oh, I already am. I already am. <laughs> oh, good. And um, like we have, a, we probably have a lot of aspiring writers in the fitness space listening in today. And uh, we're going to also like just inspiring fitness enthusiasts that want to get noticed more um, and elevate their brand. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but I want to get into like your origin story like how did you start how how did you start and how did it bring you here to becoming like you're an EIC of the leading and top fitness magazine out there like where how did you start your journey in the first place well I wanted to be a writer since I was in grade 10 um I decided on journalism and I'm not entirely sure why because I wasn't a big news junkie but I don't think I wanted to go into creative writing, so it felt like a more viable career path for me to to pursue writing. Um, 
and something that might be more lucrative. So I ended up going to Ryerson University in Toronto for journalism. I did a four-year program and graduated, honestly, never expecting to be an editor-in-chief of a magazine. Um, I specialize in magazine and I definitely wanted to write for one, but I just never saw myself as sort of like a leader or mm-hmm. being at the helm. I saw myself as a writer. So kind of an interesting way to kick things off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, in a way, it almost like this wasn't my dream, or at least I didn't know that it was. And um, so I graduated from university. And then eventually, after many years of not doing very much work, because it is a difficult industry to break into, I started at Oxygen. Um, it was like a, a low-level fact-checking position. I mean, fact-checkers very important, but it's not um, very high up the totem pole yep. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Um, and sort of just like, I absolutely fell in love with health and fitness while I was there. I was sort of doing my own transformation journey when I got there, um, having never been into sports, knowing nothing about nutrition growing up, always being an overweight kid. Um, I really just like completely gave myself over to the lifestyle. And um, I think because of that, I excelled in my job. And so I sort of worked my way up through a few editorial positions until I became a section editor. So I was um, responsible for all the nutrition portions of the magazine. So, um, you know, it was owned by Robert Kennedy Publishing. And then that uh, company filed for bankruptcy at one point. And we closed Oxygen. It closed temporarily. And so that's when we started strong. So it's really just like this serendipitous some strange um, origin story because it's not like I wasn't into fitness. I wasn't an athlete. I just really cared about journalism. And then it was once I started at oxygen, I really realized like how much I love this topic and um, writing for a female audience um, was another thing that really inspired me. So I just brought all that experience with me when we launched strong and, um, poured myself into it as much as I did back then. So, you know, it's worked out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's so inspiring that you started really not in the industry at all, like not, not even knowing anything about living a fit lifestyle or eating Mm -hmm. healthy. And like, you really started from a position of not knowing all of that and learning. And I feel like you, you really translate that in your writing. Like you, you feature a lot of people um, that are in the middle of their journey and it reflects people that are all are in all stages of their journey. And I think that's Mm -hmm. really awesome that you've done that because it reflects how you started too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think anybody in fitness knows that there is no sort of end point. Mm -hmm. There's no, um, there's no finality to a health and fitness journey. It's, constantly shifting and evolving you're sort of always on it so um and I think it's important to celebrate strength and victories and even just changes in your life um along the way and Mm -hmm. because you know your physical strength may change but you are showing so much strength throughout the entire process um so yeah I think there are parallels there but I really love that about this industry and about strong and the content that we share. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to your podcast the other day with uh, James Patrick and 
you had said, um, like when you, we started strong fitness magazine or when you started strong fitness magazine, uh, with Paul, like it wasn't like any other fitness magazine out there. And you, you know, like the other magazines promoting so much weight loss, like we empower them, we support them and it reflects people, like you said, no matter where they are in their journey and they, and can you speak tomorrow uh, on that? Like, is that, mm. did you initially go in thinking that or did it sort of aspire into something like that? Um, it's a little bit of both. I think when I started at Oxygen um, in 2010, um, <laughs> around there, um, you know, the fitness industry was very different and it really, really celebrated dedication and restriction and leanness. Um mm fitness competitions were really big like everybody wanted to compete and that lifestyle the athletics of it but also this sort of like disciplined restrictive lifestyle was just so celebrated so the conversation was very different and the things we talked about often were very different but in the four years i was there we all started to notice a shift where it wasn't just your typical woman working out in, you know, in the aerobic studio or in the women's section of the gym or on the cardio machines, like women were moving into the weight rooms mm-hmm. and having that confidence, but then also trying all these other sports like boxing and yeah. marathons and OCRs. Um, you know, and I was that person as well. Like I wanted to try every kind of class, every kind of fitness. And so um, the brand was starting to change a little bit while I was there. And then when we started strong, I just felt that like there were so many fitness magazines out there. Um, social media was really starting to gear up at that time. So there was no shortage of content out there. And I thought we have to separate ourselves in Mm -hmm. some way. We can't just keep doing the same old thing. So, I mean, if you look back on the first few issues or even the first year or two of strong, there is still similarities to um, that maybe like, hardcore older time yeah we mm-hmm. really did want to speak to that audience of women that was just like so into fitness mm-hmm. um and gradually started to change that uh that viewpoint and um you know become a little bit more mainstream and talk about more facets of health and fitness so it was a little bit of both i think we wanted to stand out and be different and um really showcase women at different points in their journeys, but it did still also um, nod to more traditional aspects of fitness, if that makes sense. But it's yeah. been a le- an evolution, just like the industry itself. So now, I mean, we don't really care about your leanness. I mean, if that's a goal, it's completely awesome. Um, there's nothing wrong with weight loss. We just figure like there's so much content out there. Yeah. There's so many diet programs um, with that goal in mind. Like, what if we just didn't worry about that mm-hmm. what if our content talked about performance goals and health mental health goals and um just feeling your absolute best at any age and any stage in life so that's where we're at now and to me that's the voice that really resonates with with me and i think a lot of women because it's just so refreshing and so freeing so i'm so proud of that journey for strong and where we are now i love it too because i mean i I started in the fitness industry when I was 18 and it, there was such a big focus on like, I was doing photo shoots or such a big focus on like dieting down and getting so lean and, mm-hmm. and just showing those photos. And then you felt like you were not enough after them. Cause it was so hard to sustain and maintain that leanness for women, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have hormones, we have our periods, like you can't sustain that type of leanness and be healthy really. Right. And 
nobody ever showed those photos where they weren't as lean. And now everybody's like showing those and even doing photo shoots and not having to diet down. I think it's so refreshing to see and that we're actually featuring these women that they don't have to do all that to get into our magazine or to get published or get their workouts in there. Like we are showing all shapes and sizes and celebrating, you know, just a healthy lifestyle and love for our bodies. And I think that we've mm-hmm. done a, like, you've done a really good job of incorporating that over the last few years. And I'm really proud to be part of something like this too. Yeah. Um, so let's, That's uh, awesome. thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Let's, um, <laughs> let's get into, I mean, there's going to, like I said, there's so many people, I mean, even when I, transitioned into this role I've been getting bombarded and I'm sure that you've (laughs) been bombarded over the years of like can I get on the cover how do I go about Mm -hmm. this how do I get featured can you and I'm still learning this to be honest from you guys Um, I probably will still send you a random text I hope that's okay Um, but like how how do you go about picking a cover athlete and I know throughout the years it has changed but what is your process there Well, the cover is such a tricky thing um, because there's so many pieces involved um, to getting selected. And people have to remember that we only have six a year Mm -hmm. um, at this point. And sometimes it's a bigger name and sometimes it's somebody no one's ever heard of that's like an amazing photo that's really inspiring or um, maybe she has an incredible story or it's just the perfect moment. And then other times it's because somebody has a big following and they're really up and coming in fitness. Um, I think there has to be some kind of like timeliness to that person. What is the why? Why this person? Why now? Um, And you get more into that in the story, which is why I love that there's a profile on these women inside um, because it, it just gets to um, introduce that person um, to our audience, but. And share their journey, right? They didn't start here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be more than a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be a story behind it or else who really cares, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. no shortage of pretty pictures out there of women. So oh. um, so that's the thing. It's, it's, it's not, you can't just be fit. You can't just be attractive to get a cover because um, we'd never be able to choose one. Um, it's almost like this, this full package idea, I guess, um, you kind of have to tick all these boxes, but then sometimes it's also a right place, right time scenario. So it's really hard to give someone advice on getting a cover. I would just say like, focus on yourself and your messaging. Um, if you're, if the cover is a goal, that's great, but like really focus on yourself and what you're putting out there, because that's how we're going to notice you, um, is if you're making a difference in, in your industry with your clients, um, you know, tagging also really helps so that we start oh. to, you're on our radar. Yeah. Um, if it's a social like media thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interact, um, support the brand, like mm-hmm. get yourself out there. Just an email saying I could love to be on the cover. I mean, there's a dime a dozen. So it's not that helpful. Like really just focusing on making yourself and your brand the best it can be is what's going to help it stand out the most, I think. Yeah, that's a really good tip. I I have, um, as you know, I have a lot of my, I have strong girls that um, are my Mm -hmm. clients and they always aspire to doing a photo shoot. We do a photo shoot, not as like an end goal. It's a celebration of their journey. It's a celebration Mm -hmm. of how far they've come. Yeah. And I just say it's, it's, it's just the beginning. And sometimes 
the really fit ones want to get into a magazine, but I always tell them like, shoot for yourself, shoot for yourself first, shoot for your own content, shoot for, like you were saying, like your own valuable uniqueness, shoot, shoot for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and interact with us. Like, don't ever go out there and just shoot specifically for someone thinking that they're going to notice you or pick you up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes for um, even like workout submissions and that sort of thing. Would you say that that's how you choose those as well. I mean, again, it depends. There's so many things involved and like really we could spend hours talking about getting published because Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit complicated at times. I mean, if you shoot a workout and it is on brand for strong, I absolutely think you should submit it because we're always looking for that content and Mm -hmm. it makes our jobs easier. If you send a complete written workout um, if it's unique, it, but also on brand with strong and, um, and the photos are good and, you know, what you're wearing and everything sort of reflects our brand, go ahead and send it. I mean, there, we always need that kind of thing. So anything that makes our jobs easier certainly gives you a leg up. Mm-hmm. Um, so having it written is, is the best sure. way to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but having said all that, I mean, that's for a training article, um, you could submit one without photos as well, and then we could shoot it. Um, and then there's, you know, more like longer form feeders. And that's a totally different ballpark um, because we look, we have a really high standard mm-hmm. for um, for writing. And um, it's important to know how to research and like reach out to experts. And I think those things are really important because it can't be one person's opinion. Um Right. So, yeah, there's a lot involved. Um, mm-hmm. But we have, you know, we have those submissions email account, um, submissions at strongfitnessmag.com. So that's where people can submit uh, photos and writing samples. I mean, always include writing samples. Okay. Um, good, good tip. Yeah. And like my last piece of advice, I guess, would be just to make sure that you pitch something, um, a story idea that's like thoughtful and uh, thought out, maybe researched a bit why does it sit strong? Why is it a good article to be published at this time? Why will our readers uh, benefit from it? Um, You know, I get a lot of emails that are like, I'd love to write for strong. And that doesn't really help me when I'm extremely busy. Um, You don't have the time to keep going with that conversation. (laughs) Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's asking an editor to basically assign them something. And if I don't know you and we've never worked together, that's that's tricky and that's making more work for me. So, um, you know, it's not easy. Like writing and journalism and um, publishing takes work because there's so much content out there. So make yourself stand out by sending a great pitch, um, whether that is for... So essentially pitch you then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a really, really great tip. And and just going back to like the workouts, I I wanted to share a story. I I went to um, Arizona and I shot with James Patrick back in 2017 or 18, around then. And I shot a workout like in the mountains. It was really cool, but it never got published until like a year later. Um, it's Mm. often, it's often like the theme of the magazine or it's like, like you were saying like the right time for it to fit. So I feel like a lot of, um, you know, aspiring fitness models, fitness athletes, they, they think that once they shoot, it's going to get published like right away. Sometimes it does Mm -hmm. take a little bit of time, right? It has to fit with the theme of the magazine that month. 
and the right timing. So um, if you're out there and you're doing something that play the long game, like shoot a bunch and, and submit it and, but don't expect it to happen overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because it's not like we have 96 pages of all workouts. Mm -hmm. um, we're sort of picking and choosing one or two for each issue. So we might have that lineup already banked or um, we already know what we're publishing for the next few issues. So we might not have room for something as well. It doesn't mean that it's not valuable or usable. It's just not the right time. So again, timing plays a huge role in getting published. It's, sometimes it's just right place, right time. Exactly. And we have a women's to watch section. How do you go mm -hmm. about choosing those women and like do they um do they have a place to submit their story yeah so the women to watch section is literally focusing on women who are sort of up and coming that it's like hey maybe you don't know this person they're not an influencer yet or they're um you know just starting to make their mark and they have something really interesting to say or they represent um change in the industry you know the tag is like these women are changing the face of fitness so yeah. when you fill up the submission form that is one of the questions how are you contributing to change what are you doing that's different because um you know the same old wasn't really working anymore and now we're mm -hmm. um exploring all these ways to approach health and fitness and and define what fitness is so like how are you contributing to that um Good. and so usually we choose people we choose women who are established to some degree. Um, so it's usually like maybe over like 5,000, 10,000 followers just sort of mm -hmm. up and coming. Mm -hmm. And then, but what's more important is that messaging. And we're always looking for diversity. Um, again, it's not just about a bunch of like ultra fit, dieted down um, women who compete. It's mm -hmm. focusing on different kinds of athletes, coaches, different abilities, different sizes, women of color, um, walks of life, different ages, like really showcasing just this is what's out there. This is what fitness looks like now. That's what that section represents. So that is um, strongfitnessmag.com backslash women to watch. And then that um, landing page has the application form there. So you attach photos and you fill out a form and then your fate is in our hands. <laughs> and I'll include that link in the show link below. So, um, you know, anybody listening in can just click that link and if yeah. they you know, want to try out for that feature, they can do so. Um, I think this is a great way to segue into my next question because we touched on it and it's, I wanted to know your opinion about what, what has been like a positive shift within the fitness industry that you've enjoyed embracing and showcasing in the magazine? Um, I think we've touched on so many of them actually in this conversation already. And one would be something that you brought up, which is this like, Op more open conversation about some of the dangers of competing both mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. um, when we started strong, that was becoming a common conversation, sort of normalizing post-competition blues, um, the body dysmorphia, hormonal issues, um, which kind of segued into a more balanced approach to fitness. You can still compete, but does it have to be quite so restrictive? And mm -hmm. um, so I've, I've really appreciated those conversations because I think um, it brings a realness to something that was not attainable or maintainable, I guess, um, not sustainable and um, yeah, and not natural for women yeah. um, on a regular basis. I mean, that's what competing is. 
you know, someone doesn't go to the Olympics and that's, you know, that's how they train all the time. Um, That's they're putting an extreme forward, like their best forward. And I think that's what um, fitness and physique competing is about. So um, I think it was great that we started talking more openly about that because it was having huge effects on, on so many women. Yeah. Um, and then just the shift, um, like I said, that sort of segue into um, various body types. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know the healthy at any size movement is extremely controversial right now, but at least it is opening up all these conversations about fat shaming and how you don't have to have a six pack to be ripped. Lots of women work out regularly and eat healthy and still have fat and cellulite. We are women and it's extremely natural. And the fact that like women are putting that out there has been so empowering. Um, I think so too. I wish it was out there when I was younger, (laughs) to be honest. Yes. I mean, the way children and, you know, young girls will be raised going forward because of, this movement is going mm-hmm. to have lasting changes, I think, on our society. Um, I think so, Because too. it's just, yeah, it's been so damaging. Um, we've all been there, you know, we've all watched our mothers do these crazy grapefruit diets and things. Cabbage yeah. <laughs> soup diets. <laughs> yeah. Rice diet. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> remember? <laughs> like, oh, crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm just, like, loving those conversations. And I know um, there's always more than one side to it and not everybody agrees with it especially from a health standpoint but um I still think it's so important because if we're not talking about it then there is no change yeah I agree I agree I feel like it's finding that balance too you obviously want to be healthy and if you are healthy you know like um a healthier BMI like you're feeling good and you still have you know cellulite like you were saying like it that is a normal thing like that is normal mm-hmm. um I think I mean I I really have been enjoying that shift with within the fitness industry and I love how mm-hmm. we showcase that mm-hmm. and the only person who should really be determining how healthy you are is like your doctor after a series of tests not someone yeah. on Instagram who has um, you're not certain sure yeah, a certain, yeah. you know, perspective based on how you look. Um, so I think we're just really embracing that healthy doesn't have one sort of cookie cutter look. And I think that's really, really important to all of our well-beings, that it's more about how you feel. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. What, when you started, I know we had mentioned this at the beginning, when we, when you started the magazine, it was going to be like different names and, um, I think it was Paul that was telling me this. He didn't really like the word <laughs> strong, but like every woman that saw the magazine said it has to be strong. And I, and when I thought about that, I was like, you know what? Because I feel like the word strong to us means so much more than what it would mean to a man. Do you agree with that? Like it, it doesn't just mean getting physically strong. It's so much more than than that. What does strong mean to you? And why did you choose that for the magazine? Hmm. Um, well, to me, I think strong, I mean, obviously there's, like you said, it means something different to everyone um, and more than one thing. But I do think that loving yourself um, at all stages in life takes strength. It takes self-work. Um, it's a journey in itself 
And I think once you get to that place where you really just like love yourself, you look in the mirror, you tell yourself, you know, you look at yourself, you're like, I love you. Yeah, um, that's you know, strength. It's me, mm-hmm. it takes strength. So I think that's where I'm at now. I think my definition has shifted a little over the years, but yeah. um, that's really where I'm at right now with it. Because like once you're at that place, everything else becomes a little bit easier and more enjoyable. That's when you really start working out to celebrate your body um, as opposed to punishing it into something it's not supposed to be. So to me, I think that is like the ultimate strength is just like loving yourself, doing what feels good, being in tune to yourself, listening to your body. All of those things take so much strength, especially in society when we're like hearing and seeing so many things that want us to be something else. So um, why did we call it strong for that exact reason that it means so many things that, you know, you've got the magazine sitting on your coffee table and you glance at it. Maybe it inspires you in that moment to throw on your workout clothes and go for a run or hit the gym. But maybe it just like you're in a moment where you're feeling a bit weak or doubting yourself. Maybe it's a reminder of all the strength you possess. And you're like, heck yeah, I'm a badass. You know, like, <laughs> thank you. That. I needed that right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, I could not agree more. And then just having that as the name of the magazine represents literally like everything that's inside it. So it sort mm-hmm. of sets the tone for like the journey of reading its pages, um, which is what I love about uh, this print medium, which like is struggling right now, but I still think is just like so magical because each time you get that magazine you hold in your hands, um, it's an experience, you know, it's a luxury. It's a moment mm-hmm. of um, you're taking to your time and like self-reflection to sit down and read it. So um, yeah, I mean, the name couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, the word strong is, you know, definitely a big word right now. It's having yeah. a hot, hot minute. Yeah. So um, yeah. it felt timely and now it's like, wow. Um, so I think that's great though. I think that, that that's cool right now. It's cool to be strong and that's yeah. I mean, not a bad thing in any by any means. I love it. I love it. And now, now this is tomorrow's going to be your last day. I can't even believe it. I can't believe it. Um, Well, I mean, most of us will know that you've already left when they hear this, but Mm -hmm. um, what does that look like to you? Like, what would your hopes be, um, you know, after you're gone to see strong Mm -hmm. from afar? Um, I'm always going to be proud of it no matter what, because it's a part of my story and I'll always be a part of its story. Um, which is like so cool. I, you know, it's, you built this. It's, just such, a, it's such a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I definitely had help. <laughs> building <laughs> it. Um, so, you know, I'm always going to get this overwhelming sense of pride and like excitement when I see it on stand. So no matter what happens, um, I'm just, you know, I'm so, so proud. But, I, you know, I really want to see it thrive, obviously, um, and just become even more of an authority and a trusted source um, for women um, looking to, like you said, be empowered through strength and um, who are on their journeys. You know, I, I hope that it stays in print to some degree, um, but really also see um, some love given to our digital side and expand mm-hmm. that way, because that really mm-hmm. is the future of yeah fitness and um everything all of yeah. this the future yeah. is digital so um and you guys are you have every intention of doing that i've already started doing that so that's really really exciting because it's so important and um yeah i just want to i just want strong to be 
the Vanity Fair of fitness. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, you know, the time, yeah. the yeah. time of women's training, um, you know, that is obviously the dream. Um, almost, you know, like a Nike, <laughs> you know, I just want yeah. it to be the be all end all for women um, of all of all types at all points in their journey. So, I mean, nothing wrong with dreaming big. That's a very big dream. No, but no. I, <laughs> I'm on the same page. I mean, when Vince and I came in, we we have some big ideas that we're still planning out. Um, but our goal was always to just close that gap between, you know, we only have six issues a year and we really want to build more of a community around the magazine itself and build that digital side of things. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're planning on running more of the challenges and then and then having people continue on our app. So we're all like in this together, working out together, finding our strong together and just, again, closing the gap between the issues. But I still love, I don't know about you. And I, well, I think you, I know that you do. You love getting that physical <laughs> issue in the mail. There's just something about that. I love having physical issues. I don't really read much on my, on my iPad. I try to no. give my eyes a break, you know, from being on the screen so much. I love having the physical issue. So I, we still plan to to keep that up that's amazing yeah yeah and um um like I love everything you guys are planning to do and I think it's so important for really solidifying the the brand and making it more of like a real-time experience as opposed to that every other month thing um and you know just in terms of leaving you know many mm -hmm. people listen to this must be like if you love it so much why are you leaving um <laughs> <laughs> but um you know, sometimes you have to let things go so that they can grow. And the same goes for me. Um, so I just felt like, what kind of representative am I of like living your best life and embracing your strength and going for things? Like that's really been a message that we've been putting out there lately is like, mm -hmm. just go for it. You got yeah. this. Take this step. If I'm sort of, if I'm sort of sitting here in my comfort zone, not growing, not challenging myself, I'm not proving to myself how strong I am. So as scary as it is, it just felt like this is what Strong Magazine would tell me to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would tell me to seize this opportunity, say yes, um, when the universe presents something. Yeah. So yeah, as scary and like, you know, very sad as it is to be leaving. Um, I'm so glad that we're same in the same industry and I know yeah. our paths are going to cross. So it's not like, I'm not going to go work. I'm not working at Starbucks in, you know, <laughs> in like Alabama or something. I'm not completely doing a pivot. Um, I'm staying, I'm staying here. I'm working in women's fitness. Um, our brands align. And so I'll just be like over here cheering you guys on from the sidelines in a way, like I'm not going anywhere. My energy is staying um, yeah. here, here in this realm. So I'm so confident we're still going to cross paths and, I just want to, I promise you, I think I've said this a couple of times during the interview, but I promise you that it will, will continue to make you proud at afar. And I know you're going to shine on this new venture of yours. Oh, I think, you. I think it's inspiring that you did listen to yourself and, and just like take the plunge. Um, and I think this podcast is the perfect way to bring things to a close for you. Mm -hmm. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for paving the way for a strong fitness magazine. And oh uh, I wish you, you so nothing. Oh. You're not going to cry, are you? Because I'll cry if you're crying. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we've only oh, working together for like since, days. yeah, for since October. I can't even imagine working with you longer. Um, but 
I mean, I'm, I'm just so thankful for our time together. That is such a downside of this, um, the timing, all of this is that we don't get to explore this together, but, um, you know, I have so much faith in you guys. Um, I really, I already am so proud in what I've seen and, um, I wouldn't be leaving if I didn't believe that I wouldn't be going anywhere if I thought that, um, strong would be in jeopardy to be totally honest. So, um, I just have so much faith and confidence that you guys are really going to take it to that next level. So, I'm so sorry we won't be working together on that, <laughs> but um, thank you for, um, you know, allowing me to pass the torch and um, feel so good about it. It's, you know, ending on a high note, and that's really important. Your baby will be in good hands, I promise mm-hmm. you. <laughs> no, she's such a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Kirsten. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap on another episode Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld-Pay. Take care and stay strong.